Well, hey there, guys. Welcome back to a brand new episode of these of Avatar The After Show. This is the one and only show we talk about every single episode of Avatar The Last Airbender. And uh, yeah, we 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 had a we had a bit of a hiatus, uh, two week two weeks of uh, hiatuses. Um, but as I mentioned on last week's episode of the Zixetso Show. Um, I'm going to give my explanation. I'll, you know what? Screw it. I'll, t- I'll give you my explanation again. Came down with COVID. What, what can I say? Well, came down with, came down with, with, as Kevin Hart would call it the vid. And, um, and, uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't so fun, you know? And obviously, uh, I could not do a show because, uh, that would have been dumb. That would have been dumb to come into the studio while I'm, uh, practically when i can't speak because i'm doing too much you know <laughs> you know doing a lot of coughing and hacking and you know spewing out a lung um so that would that wouldn't have been smart that that would have been dumb but nevertheless we are back and instead we're not just going to review one episode not one not two but three episodes in one episode of the after show in one after show we are going to be reviewing three episodes of avatar the last airbender and i am excited to do so we are going to the episodes we are going to be reviewing are episodes uh season two of episode 14 titled the city of walls and secrets uh episode 15 uh, season two episode 15 called titled the tales of bossing say and season two episode 16 Appa's Lost Days. We are going to be reviewing all those three episodes, and I'm glad you guys are here joining us as we get ready to talk about this. Uh, uh, because these are these are three really good episodes. These are three really good episodes. Not the best episodes of the series, but nevertheless, they're still really good episodes, and I can't wait to talk about them. And I'm going to. So. Better buckle up. Better buckle up, my fellow geeks, nerds. I'll go with geeks. You know, I'm 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 the one and only Zeke the Geek, but I I I've decided to um, uh, label myself uh, the master of uh, the master of uh, geeks and uh, the master of geeks. Not the king, but I am a master. I am a master geek, I guess you could call it. I'm like the avatar. I'm the avatar of geeks. You know, I bring balance to the to the geek world. What am I even talking about? Okay, let's just get on with the show. Let's talk about these episodes because we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, and uh, let's start with season two, episode fourteen, titled "The City of Walls." And secrets. So the city of walls and secrets. It is. It was directed by Lauren McMullen, uh, written by Tim Hendrick. Uh, animation this time around was done by JM Animation. Um, and this is the fourteenth episode of season two. So. That that's cool, and uh, yeah, this is a good episode. Great episode, actually. Really, 
great episode involving a lot of really interesting stuff, uh, including our introduction to the city of Bossing Say. Uh, we have moved past the walls of Bossing Say, and we are now in the city, uh, reuniting with some of our favorite characters. Um, and uh, we are going to talk. We are going to break this down uh, from beginning to end. So let's go ahead and do that. Um, so right away, I, I love the way this episode kind of starts out with just our um, characters. Um, coming into the city and uh, given a tour uh, from their uh, from their new friend, uh, a woman named Judy, who has given them a tour of the city, and they are apparently staying in the upper ring. Um, <laughs> the team tries to to see. Uh, tries to see if they can talk to the Earth King about the war, but uh, you know they uh, she doesn't let them. She doesn't let them, and uh, you know it's kind of a, your first little hint that something is just not right. That something is not right, and I love. From this moment, from this moment, you really get a sense of number one that the um, that Bossing Say feels like a lived-in world. That this that this place, I truly believe, when this episode starts, that this place feels like a real world, and it feels it, you get a sense of safety when you go in through the walls. But then you also get a sense that something there's something about it that just isn't right, especially with that smile that that that, Ju, that Judy just gives to everybody, and as she smiles and just kind of nods her, just kind of kind of nods her head. No, I'm like I I'm every time I watch this episode, and she does that little just stare down of of the citizens. I'm just like, that's creepy. That is very, very creepy. Um, um, but so the team, they go out to go look for Appa um, while they wait to get a response from the uh, from the Earth King. They go and look for Appa, but no, no information is being given thanks to some creepy stares. By Judy. And a creepy smile too. God that smile's creepy. Uh, then. Uh, a, a, one of their neighbor, One of the neighbors. Uh, that lives across from Team Avatar. Um, tells them that. It is strictly forbidden. To talk about the war. In Bossing Say. And uh, that. the t- And he warns them that they should stay away. From the agents of the Dai Li. Um, now the Dai Li are, uh, basically the King's guards. They're basically, uh, kind of like the police of the city, but they also serve, um, as the, the King's, uh, Royal guards, uh, the Earth King's Royal guards, I should say. And, uh, pretty, uh, pretty intense when you, when you really get to know them and you'll you get to know them quite a bit in this episode. Um... So Zuko and Iroh, uh, we catch up with them, and they get jobs at a tea house. 
Uh, Jet, who we reunited with in this season, is spying on them, waiting for them to show signs that they're uh, firebend uh, that they're firebenders. And um, you know, wants to wants to rat them out. Wants to he wants to report them because they're enemies. And uh, we really see that you know, although although Jet says that he wants to change, we really do see that he really hasn't changed, and that he really is going back to his old ways and really is just, you know, uh, that, you know, he's kind of, I don't know. It's just, it, it's just interesting what they do with jet, um, with, with jet here. And the sword fight that he eventually has with Zuko is fantastic. Um, and the fact that Zuko fights jet without ever once using his firebending, is incredible. We really see, get to see, you know, we've seen Zuko's skills with uh with sword, with a sword, but in this episode, man, that fight just gets even cr- that fight just gets crazy. Um so we go back to our team. Uh they sneak into a party. Uh Aang creates a distraction. Um uh, while uh, while trying to get the attention of the uh, of the Earth King, but they are all confronted by Long Feng, who is the leader of the Dai Li. And uh, uh, yeah, um, and we reveal that, and he reveals that he is the Grand Secretariat of Bossing Sei. And the head of the Dai Li. And they are taken into... Uh, and, you know... Long Feng takes Aang into a room where... Uh, the uh, Where the other members of Team Avatar are patiently waiting. And I love... I just... I love Long Feng. I love his voice. I, I, I can't remember... Clancy Brown. Who voices Long Feng. And Clancy Brown... If, you know, he's... You know, very much a... Uh, you know, very much is a um, one of Nickelodeon's uh, 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 one of Nickelodeon's little golden uh, golden boys, um, Clancy Brown. Uh, let me bring up his his little IMDb here. Um, Clancy Brown's amazing. You know, he's 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 done some pretty good movies, but you know. If you're if you if you are a Nickelodeon kid like I like I was, uh, you know him very much more for his voiceover work. Um, you know he's obviously the voice of Mr. Krabs on SpongeBob. Um, <laughs> uh, he does. Um, he ha- he does a lot of really great um, voiceover work, including I mean obviously SpongeBob like I just mentioned, but also. Um, has done some voices for Rick and Morty, um, and, uh, was even in the first season of Mandalorian, uh, but he's also, but I can't, let me bring down, let me open up, let me, I'm trying to see where, cause he also did voices in the spectacular, oh, well, he, I mean, he did the voice of Sir, 
in Thor Ragnarok, um, which a lot of people don't don't know, uh, but he's also but he's great in that as well. But I'm trying to find his uh, work in the Spectacular Spider-Man because that he voices some really great characters on that show. And I'm trying to find exactly where. Um, where the, there it is, there it is, okay, uh, so he is the voice of George Stacy and, uh, Rhino, um, and I'm trying to see, uh, what his other credits, uh, let's see, uh, okay, so he does the voice, uh, he's primarily known for playing, uh, 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 George, uh, Captain George Stacy on the Spectacular Spider-Man, but he's also the voice of Rhino, and he's really good in that as well, um, and, yeah, um, and he's great, he is great as Long Fame, um, his, just, like, I just like how he comes off as very just like just the minute he starts speaking, you're like, oh, this dude, this dude's got some, this this dude means business, you know, and that line he says um, to that line, uh, he says to Aang where he goes, um, I understand you've come to look to look for your bison. It would be a shame if you were not able to complete your quest. I'm sitting there th- sitting there watching this going, oh man, that's some in- that's some great intensity right there. And it's funny. I always when while watching this show, I always think about who they're gonna get to play all these characters in the live action series. I think, and just hear me out, okay? I think Long Feng, like, if we're going to cast for the live, if we're going to do some fan casting here, I think uh, Long Feng should be played by Tony Leung. Now, Tony Leung, who was just recently in Shang-Chi, um... I could imagine that guy saying that exact line to um to a to um to the 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 characters in the in the live action series just it would be a shame if you were not able to complete your quest just oh god that'd be awesome that'd be so awesome but no, uh, you also get a sense in this show that there's um, that there's a bit of a conspiracy with uh, with Bossing say, and that is that they don't get they have not they a lot of people in Bossing say there's a reason why so many people go to Bossing say from protection of the war, and it's because really. It is forbidden to even talk about the war. And if you mention it, you are basically uh, brainwashed into saying, no, there's no war here. There's no war here. 
And that same thing happens to Jet. You know, Jet is taken into this dark room where he is forced to kind of look into a light and saying, "Yeah, no, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no, there's no war here. We're fine. We're okay." Um, and you, you know, while also, you know, while while Long Feng, yeah, and and going back to Long Feng, you know, while while you know, yes, there is an Earth King and he's kind of running the city. It's you know, you get the sense of no, it, Long Feng is the one who's really. I mean, he the the Earth King is essentially just a puppet. And there's somebody else behind the scenes, and Long Feng is that guy behind the scenes, kind of running day to day, you know, day to day affairs in the city, you know, and you know the the Earth King is yes has you know this has royal power, but he's not the one ultimately making decisions, you know. He it's like I said he's. A puppet in this situation and uh and then uh long fang uh tells them to go uh and then judy comes back but it's not the same woman it is a much different woman who is also called judy and uh yeah the episode the episode ends and that is the city of walls and secrets. Um, yeah, so this was a really good episode. Some really cool stuff going on here. Um, uh, you know, uh, the fact that, you know, uh, Toph and uh, Katara are able to sneak in as as uh, guests uh, to the party. And then you have um, uh, Sokka and Aang, you know, sneaking in as as uh, as employees as like servants um which is pretty cool but yeah it's a a really good episode really really good episode and uh i uh yeah and it's only gonna get it's only gonna get better from here only gonna get better from here so um so that is the city of walls and secrets we are now going to be moving on to the tales of bossing say um and uh yeah let's go ahead and uh do that so without any further ado guys let's talk about the tales of bossing say okay so the tales of bossing say uh this episode is, this is uh season 2 episode 15 and uh this episode was directed by Ethan Spaulding uh, Elizabeth Welch Iaz and John O'Brien uh, and John O'Brien are story ed- are credited as story editors, um, but as we are going to talk about, there were a lot of different people who wrote who wrote the stories for this episode, um, and then DR Movie does the animation for this episode. Um, and uh, yeah, so we are going. Let me see if I can find some of the credits. Uh, okay, 
Okay, they're they're throughout the thing, so I can I can just break them down as I scroll through the synopsis here. Um, okay, so we get so tales of Boston say now this episode is much much different than every episode in season two. This is this is a. Uh, I guess you can call it a filler if if you if you want to call it that. But for me, this is one of my favorite episodes of the show. One of my favorite episodes. Um, there's a couple of side stories that don't real that I didn't really care for, but I will say overall, I really love this episode. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, let's break some of this down. So we start off with. Uh, uh, with the first little short story called The Tale of Toph and Katara. And this up uh, and this little story was written by uh Joanne Est- uh Esto Okay. Uh, and uh Lisa Wow I'm gonna butcher this one. Uh Wall Wallander. Okay. Um uh and uh yeah this uh this is an and uh, this story uh, starts off with uh, our team, uh, our main characters, uh, getting ready for their day. Um, <laughs> we see uh, Aang kind of shaving his head with uh, Sokka shaving his mustache. Um, which I will say, Sokka looks pretty pretty damn cool with a mustache. I, 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 would, I would have him keep it. <laughs> um... Looks pretty damn cool, I think. Um, but uh, Katara goes to wake up top. She doesn't want to get up. Uh, she doesn't want to get herself ready. You know, she likes being covered in dust and dirt. You know, she calls it a healthy coating of earth. And so Katara and Sokka decide to go and have a, a girl's day out, essentially. And this is this is a really fun little short story. Just... Getting to see, uh, because, you know, for a while, the storyline between Toph and Guitar, it's always been, you know, they always, they always have issues with each other. And it's nice to see that in this little short story, they are, they are actually having a little bit of fun, especially during this moment where there's a moment where, you know, Toph is walking away with some, uh, with some makeup on her face and there's some girls who make fun of her. And, you know, Toph is obviously very upset, but then she turns around and uh, Earth bends a hole into the bridge, uh, having them fall into the uh, into the water. Um, While Katara also pushes uh, the girls downstream with a uh, a wave. And, you know, it's it's a. And and the end of the short story is very interesting because you know you really get to understand kind of you know the like you kind of understand a little bit more of Top's character in this moment, um, and you know Top uh, says that you know because she's blind she doesn't have to worry about personal appearance or the approval of others. You know, um, but she also, but she also shows that what those girls said really hurt her, and she, you, we see her start to cry a little bit, and uh, you know, Katara, you know, is 
cons- uh, uh, kind of talk uh, is kind of there to to you know tell her that you know she that kind of being there to kind of support her in a way um very much reminds me um i mean i won't get into specifics but in season three of umbrella academy which by the way i am going to review on the zigzetsu show but in season three of the umbrella academy you see uh the character of allison really kind of be you know you see uh the character of Victor, who's played by Elliot Page, um, kind of open up to Allison, and Allison's there to listen and to be supportive for Victor. And it's a very wonderful moment. And you kind of see a little bit of that here in the sense that um, Katara is there to be supportive in in Toph, basically um, revealing some of her insecurities, you know, and uh, she also tells Toph that she's pretty, that she's pretty. And then uh, Toph says, "I think you're pretty too." And then punches Katara. And then that is the end of their story. And then we move on to uh, honestly the 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 story that should have ended the episode, but it doesn't uh, because it is the best story of the episode, and that is the tale of Iroh. And this episode was written by Andrew uh, Hubner. And uh, this is showing off Iroh's adventures going through um, uh, going through uh, Bossing Say. Uh, goes to a mar- market to pick up a picnic basket. Uh, and uh, <laughs> And Iroh claims it's for a special occasion. Uh, And as he's going through, you know, getting stuff for the picnic, but also uh, explaining um, kind of like the importance of uh, of what the uh, the moonflower needs to bloom, uh, you know, saying that, you know, the moonflower is like partial shade. And as he's walking, he hears a small boy crying. And uh, and goes to calm him down by sing by you know singing a song uh, to the child, and this song kind of the song tell uh, the song tells the story of a young soldier boy marching home from war, and it's a very interesting song. But that song will come into play later, um, and it's a very emotional moment, very sweet moment of. Iroh really helping this little boy, you know, calming him down and all that stuff. Um, as a little cute moment of the little boy like pulling his beard, which is which is really really awesome. Um, and then he sees a bunch of kids uh, playing with uh, playing uh, uh, earth bending ball as the the thing as my as the little. Uh, fandom wiki says here is a earth bending ball. I don't believe they've ever called it in the show, uh, but I guess it's a wiki. It's a wiki page, so take it with a grain of salt um, that that's what it's actually called. Um, and then the rock, uh, 
the ball kind of crashes through someone's window. And, uh, um, <laughs> and Iroh goes to them and says, you know, it's always best to admit your mistakes and to restore in order to restore your honor. Then the owner shows up and he's this big, huge, you know, just, you know, in the words of Gabriel Iglesias, you know, damn. Um, and he says, uh, <laughs> and the owner is like, when I'm through with you kids, the window won't be the only thing that's broken. And then he goes on. And then Iroh just looks in and goes <laughs> on second thought run. <laughs> basically turns into uh Maurice from uh from uh Dawn of the Planet of the Apes where he just looks at them and goes run. <laughs> and uh yeah, that was pretty funny. But Iroh runs into another alley where a mugger comes in and points a knife at Iroh and uh it's you know, instead of Iroh going, "Okay, man, just calm down. Just 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 here." Here, you could take you could take my wall you could take my money here. Iroh just looks at him and goes, You have a very weak stance, man. And you know, he just he correct he takes time to correct the mugger's stance and then informs him that he doesn't look like a criminal. And then Basically just throws out, like Ira once again in this season, throwing out some wisdom. You know, throwing out some wisdom. You know, after the man admits that he's confused with his life and he has turned to crime, Ira tells him, you know, you know, no one has ever, you know, Ira, like this, this mugger basically looks at him and says, you know, you, you know, nobody's ever believed in me. And Ira just looks at him and goes, you know, help from others can be great, can be a great blessing. You know? And it was such a wonderful moment. Um, and, uh, yeah, a great, great moment. But that is not how the episode ends. The episode ends. Ira walks up this little hill, goes up to a tree. Uh, sets his basket down, uh, sets up a little uh, memorial with a picture of Lou Ten because it is his birthday. And he looks at the thing and says, if only I could have helped you. You know, he's like, he's like, happy birthday, my son. If only I could have helped you. And then he sings the same song that he was playing, that he was singing to the to the crime boy earlier, and it is such an emotional. You know what? Screw it. Let me bring that song. I gotta bring that moment up. <sighs> I was gonna try and search it on YouTube, but I think I'm gonna pull it up on my Netflix here, um, because that's how I've been watching the show. Is uh, because it's on because it's on Netflix. I can just uh, bring it up here. And like I said, this, uh, you know, this short story should have ended the episode. It didn't. And it's a damn shame because it's the best part. It is the best short. Out of all the short stories, it is the best one. Um, but let's let's take a listen here. 
Uh, just this beautiful moment. And the animation here is so beautiful and just the artwork and all that stuff. And then it transitions to a little screen that just says, In Honor of Mako, which uh, is a really cute moment because, um, you know, it, Mako, who is the voice of, um, who is the voice of Iroh in uh, the series, uh, in the first two seasons, I should say, um, passed away uh, after a very long battle with uh, uh, with with cancer, um, and he passed away on July twenty first, two thousand six. And it's a very uh, very um, sad moment for the uh, very sad moment, you know. But also very uh, nice way to tribute Mako. And although this epi- although this is the best storyline, and again, it should have ended the episode, it didn't, because we move on to another story. And that story is titled The Tale of Aang. Um, and it was uh, written by Gary Schnepecki. Okay, I don't know how to pronounce that last name. I am so sorry. Um, Aang is uh, going through Bossing Say trying to find Appa. He goes to a zoo and goes to let the animal release the animals. And um, they start wrecking havoc in the city. Um, <laughs> we see the cabbage merchant again. Uh, and he's about to yell out, you know, my cabbage. And, but instead he just goes, oh, forget it. <laughs> Which is such a uh, wonderful moment. Um, but um, this episode, it's fine. It's not a, it's not the best episode. I, th- at least this story is not the best. But I also, I guess it's not doing any harm. I mean, it is just, it's a fun little adventure, but it's also just like, eh, I can give or take it. Um, but then we move on to The Tale of Sokka, which was written by Lauren uh, McMullen, who just directed uh, the last episode we just talked about. Um, and she wrote this episode, and this is by far the worst episode of the, this is by far the worst, uh, the worst story in the episode. Because... Sokka goes into this place and tries to do some, you know, tries to show off some, you know, poetry and basically gets into a poetry slam battle with this one lady. And it just, it, and at one point it just becomes this, it just gets really boring. Like you're watching and you're like, are we wasting time with this? Not that I don't care about Sokka getting his own story. I, I, you know, I like the character of Sokka, but I just feel like, I don't know. I just feel like this, just this story, just didn't work for me. I just didn't really care for it. It got to a point where I was just like, eh, I don't know. I can give or take this. Um, 
But then we move on to the tale of Zuko, which is, again, not the best, but it's a step up. Uh, this episode, this uh, story was written by Katie uh, Matilla. Um, and we see that uh, Zuko takes this uh, young girl out on a date, a young girl named Jin. Um, and uh, it's a very, very uh, wonderful um uh, very, it's, it's a, it's a little wonderful, it's, it's cute, but, uh, but yeah, um, and it ends kind of on a really, uh, sad, uh, sad note where, you know, Jin and Zuko, they, uh, they kiss and then, uh, you know, he, and he's leaving and, and he just looks at her and goes, it's complicated and then walks away. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that, that story is cute. I'm not going to say it, it was like a very standout thing. You know, I'm not, I was like, you know, as I'm watching it, like I said, I'm, as I'm watching it, I'm kind of like, you know what? It's like after having the only thing I'm thinking about after watching these last three stories is just how awesome that story with Ira was, you know, it's like. And even getting into the next storyline, which is um, the tale of Momo, which was written by Justin Ridge and John and Giancarlo Volp. Um, <laughs> even as I'm watching Momo's little short story, I'm just kind of like, eh, I mean, it, this is a good ending. Uh, this is a kind of a sad ending, but it's like I kind of wish they would have just ended it with Iroh's story. I mean, can you imagine just sitting there thinking? Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's cute. Okay, yeah, that that's a little cute. And then you got to Iros and you're like, "Holy crap, that was awesome." That was a you know, the episode was kind of mad, but you know, you you end it and it's like, "Bam, that was really good." Um and although this isn't overall as an episode, it's not my favorite. It does have, I think, one of the best stories when you get into the Iro story. And even the Toph and Katara storyline is very interesting, you know? Like, the Toph and Katara storyline in this episode is very, very interesting, and I like it a lot. But getting into Momo's story, uh, Momo dreams that uh, has a dream of him and Appa. Um, and then Momo goes on his little adventure. Um, he runs into some... Uh, uh, some other animals who are captured by uh, a- an animal control officer. These three little street cats. And Momo figures out a way to escape. But then when he looks back and he sees that the cats, you know, just sees the sad look on, on all the cats. Um, you know, he turns around and, you know, kind of opens them and sets them free. And then uh, one of the... oh. I guess they're puma. They're pumas, I guess. But anyway, as one of these little pumas removes the uh, removes Appa's fur from Momo's wrist, um, Momo starts to chase them, and then they drop up. They dr- they drop uh, Appa's fur onto a footprint, and we see that this footprint looks very similar. To our favorite flying bison. 
And, um, yeah, that is, uh, <sighs> that is the, uh, the episode, the tales of bossing say, um, so like I said, as an overall episode, the, the episode itself is fine. Um, but it does have two stories that I think really save it from being a bad episode. Because if the if the tale of Toph and Katara wasn't interesting and then I didn't care and if I didn't and if that if the Iro one wasn't so fucking awesome, um, I probably would have been like, oh, this is one of the worst episodes of the show. But I think because the Iro one was so good and the and the way it starts with Toph and Katara's story, I just found myself going, you know what? This is a very enjoyable episode. You know, it has two storylines that I think make it worth it. Um, the other storylines I could I could care less about, but it has a great moment. Great, great moment, and I uh I loved it a lot. So uh that is the Tales of Bossing Say. And guys, we are gonna move on to the uh the next episode called Appa's Lost Days. But before we do that, it is time that we take a quick commercial break. So sit back, ladies and gentlemen, relax, and uh and we and Avatar the After Show will return in just a few moments hey there guys so if you are looking for more content besides the zeke said so podcast don't worry that's where the zeke said so pictures youtube channel comes in now zeke said so uh picture the zeke said so pictures youtube channel uh has been around for a very long time and has some great videos on there you can go and watch some of our older stuff but we are also planning on starting to upload all the short films including the passion for film uh dropping uh this uh dropping uh this upcoming holiday season you have all this other great stuff like war for the geeks and end of the line you can go back and watch those uh two shorts uh there's some trailer reactions some behind the scenes stuff and there are so many more videos coming to the channel you can see some of my reactions to trailers and some of my reactions to movies like my multiverse of madness out of the theater reaction and also i do some editorial stuff like my thoughts on the batman or or my how logan changed my life and all sorts of other really great stuff, including channel updates and many, many, many more. If you want to check all this stuff out on this, you can go to Zeke Said So Pictures YouTube channel and definitely go and check all that out and subscribe to the YouTube channel and share it with all of your friends. If they love movies, they should come and check out the Zeke Said So Pictures YouTube channel. So once again, that is YouTube.com slash Zeke Said So Pictures. Once again, that is YouTube.com slash Zeke Said So Pictures. All right, guys. We're back with Avatar the After Show, and we are talking about 
the final episode that we're going to talk about on today's after show, and that is Appa's Lost Days. Uh, this is ep- season two of episode. Uh, this is episode sixteen of season two. This episode was directed by Giancarlo Volpe, and it was written by Elizabeth Welch Yes. And JM Animation returns to do the animation this time around. And uh, this is a really good episode. Good episode. We get to see where um, where Appa um, went. Um, the episode kind of spans an entire month um, of Appa from the moment he gets captured all the way till he reaches Bossing Say. Um and uh and we kinda see his, we kinda see just his adventures and what he's been up to and uh it's a very good very good moment. Uh very very cool little episode. Um kind of opens up with seeing Appa being captured just so again kind of reminding us that this is exactly what happened. Um and this and this is kind of where the direction of the show that we're going. Um, we see the sandbenders dragging him away, and then they sell him to a bunch of uh, merchants. And uh, yeah, we uh, we get to the. Let me see. Uh, where am I? Oh yeah. So the merchants uh, take him and they sell him to a circus. Um, and the circus trainer really starts to kind of, and it's this, it's funny, this section of the episode kind of becomes, um, uh, kind of becomes, uh, a recreation of the episode of Free Willy. Um, you know, he does <laughs> just, you know, you see Appa being poorly mistreated and then all of a sudden, like this little boy comes in and, you know, I swear I remember just thinking to myself, man, if this movie would, if this episode would have fully embraced of it being just a homage to the movie Free Willy, that would have been hilarious. But it's not. But <laughs> it's it's not. But um, yeah, we see uh, we see kind of the mistreatment of animals here, and that's a uh, it's really dark. Actually, it kind of gets a little depressing um, a little bit because you know poor Appa, you know when he sees the the guy bringing cabbage to the other animals. Appa's drooling and he's like, I want to eat. And, you know, he's like, no, you're not going to get any food. He's like, aww. Um, and then uh, we we see a little moment where he's trying to pull a bale of hay closer to him so that he can eat it. And then a, uh, a small boy comes in and pushes the... Uh, uh, the the bale of hay to Appa and uh, gives him something to eat and then that's and then during the show when um, when Appa is forced to perform um, he sees that same little boy laughing and it just flashes to seeing um, his little uh, scene that he sees Aang um, and that's a really cute moment as well and then uh he flies away, escapes, escapes, and then he goes to the, back to the library, um, but does not see 
um, Aang. And then he's traveling through the deserts. Basically travels through the same areas that are that are that the gang traveled. Um, and then we get a little flashback that shows how uh, Appa meets uh, met Aang. And we get a really it's such a cute moment seeing a little baby Appa meeting a this little 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 version of Aang. It's so it's so cute. <laughs> it's just um and uh you know when he's like when he when Aang uh gives him uh the f- the fruit and then Appa starts licking his face and he's like and he just says, you know, we're we're gonna be the we I guess we're going to be together forever. And then it flashes and you see Aang sleeping with uh, sleeping um, at the camp along with the same group of characters that he was traveling with during the Serpent's Pass episode. And uh, and then him saying the exact same the exact same thing. He's like says forever. Uh, very beautiful moment. Very wonderful, wonderful moment. Um, and then uh, uh, Appa starts uh, flying away. He flies over um, Iroh, and Iroh, uh, Zuko's curious about it, but Iroh tells him not, not to worry about it. Um, and uh, yeah, he's uh. Then Appa gets into a fight with uh, with another animal, and then uh, poor Appa, he's got just a bunch of needles and he's all scarred up, and he's just in so much pain. And then we see the Kyoshi warriors uh, go and uh, they discover him. Suki finds him sleeping, and Appa is very frightened and is kind of getting into just is very scared and uh and and I will say Suki's little role in this I'm really glad that they brought that she's the one who ultimately finds him and is like you know I can I can show you where Aang's at and all that stuff it's a very wonderful moment and then seeing like it the we kind of get a, a time jump a little bit um you know he they clean him up and stuff like that and it's very very cute moment but then that moment is ruined when Azula, May, and Tylee show up. And we get a fight between the, the Kyoshi warriors and um, Azula and her friends. It's a very cool little fight, but they all get their asses handed to them because, you know, Tylee is a pretty badass. Is pretty, like, I mean, let's, let's be real. Let's 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 be real, okay. Out of I'm sorry, but yeah, Azula is a great character, and May, you know, May's kind of got a boring little, a boring whole gimmick, you know, just throwing little little ninja stars, basically. Um, <laughs> let's be real, Tylee's the the real badass here. The fact that she can just basically just take you down with just a couple punches it's just awesome it's just so cool um but op nevertheless oppa does fly away uh and then we we don't see what happens to suki we do not see it 
But we do see that Appa flies in the sky. And uh, he finally lands at a at an at a uh, at the Eastern Air Temple, and meets a character who calls himself Guru Patik. And this uh, Guru uh, feeds Appa, uh, kind of puts him in pe- puts his mind at peace, and helps him f- find Aang. Ties a little. A letter to Appa's horn and says, "Give this to the Avatar when you see him." And uh, Appa flies to Bossing Say so that he may find, uh, so that he may find Ang. But as soon as he lands, there's Long Fang, that son of a bitch, who I swear should be played by Tony Leung. Long Fang. Does an earthbending move and brings Appa underground. And the episode ends seeing the footprints that Momo would be laying in at the end of the Tales of Bossing Say. And that is that is the end of the episode. That is indeed the end of Appa's Lost Days. Good episode. And honestly, all the way around. Like, all all the way around, there were some really good episodes. Um, Again, not the strongest with Tales of Bossing Say. Um, And and I will say, these three episodes... These three episodes definitely do not make my top ten favorite episodes of the show. But... I do think they are... Well... The City of Walls and Secrets kind of progresses the story a little bit. Does a little bit more world building. Tales of Bossing Say definitely is just something to kind of have a little fun with. Especially since later on we're going to start getting... Like there's there's going to be some pretty dark stuff going on in the rest of the season. So the fact that they have decided to go down this path of really giving us a fun... Uh, some, some fun little short stories... Although with a really sad moment with Iroh's story. And then ending it and then getting into Oppa's Lost Days, a really wonderful, wonderful episode. And uh I love I really have enjoyed talking about all three of those episodes. Let me know, guys. Out of these three episodes, which one did you like? Which one did you prefer? Let me know. Hit me up on social media and let me know. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And if you guys uh, like this, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Share it so that more people can see it. Uh, subscribe to the Zeke Said So Pictures YouTube channel. Uh, check out the sponsors of our podcast, the great folks over at Anchor Podcasting who have been sponsoring the Zeke Said So uh, podcast for a very long time. Um Again, check out the Zeke Setso website. Send in your questions for the Zeke Setso show. There will be a Zeke Setso show this upcoming Friday. And this upcoming Saturday, this Saturday, we are going to be doing an all-spoilers discussion on Thor, Love, and Thunder. And I'm very excited to talk about that movie. I can't wait. I'm seeing it. I'm actually going to go see it for the first time tomorrow. So I am very, very, very excited and uh, hopefully you guys will join me 
uh, for that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and if you guys like this podcast, please make sure you share it and subscribe. I think you guys should subscribe to the podcast because Zeke the Geek said so. And don't forget, guys. Man, I still haven't come up with a with an outro for for uh, for Avatar the After Show. Eh. Anyway, I'll just I'll just say I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out. <laughs>